Johnny Tsunami was getting hammered and banging co-eds. And welcome to the A to Z Horrorcast. This is the Creatively Talented Podcast, brought to you by us over at A2ZHorror.com. I'm Jack, and sitting across from me is Jake. Pilsner. Pilsner. <laughs> go, and, go and get the Pilsner beer. <laughs> and sitting next to Jake is someone else whose military service number is 69, though I'm a little concerned that was a false flag operation. It's Mark. Hello. Starting off with Stolen Valor this week, boys. For those of you unfamiliar with our Cracker Jack operation, we watch and review one horror movie a week, and then we get drunk and argue about it. Now, this week, we are in week two of our three-week winter movie roundup kind of a situation, and uh, we're going with Jake's pick this week, which was 2009's Dead Snow, or more accurately, Dodd Dodd Snow. Dodd Snow. Yeah. Uh, um, and we will dive all the way into that real soon, and when we do, we're going to spoil the nonsense right out of it, so fair warning on that part. But first, we better do the getting drunk part, so on that score, let's do beers for fears. Hey, Jake. Yeah. What are your beers for these fears? I'm drinking a Pilsner beer. Pilsner. Uh, I'm drinking Woodland Empire's Pilsner. This is kind of a hard movie to beer, because, I mean, unless you have access to beers like what they have in the movie... Yeah. Well, I don't. I, I don't know. I mean, you have access my, to Pilsners. My bottle shop does not have any Norwegian imports. It might. I one of them un- might. I was unable to go to that one. Okay. I highly doubt they have anything Norwegian. So I got Woodland Empire Pilsner. They are located in Boise, Idaho. There and it's go. like the only local Pilsner that I can think of that's canned. So might as well. <laughs> fair enough. Uh, I'm disappointed, but fair enough. Mark, how about you? Did you do any better? Uh, I have no idea. I'm going to need you guys to tell me. I have two this week, as usual. <laughs> I can already tell you it's going to be bad <laughs> with that sort of a lead-in. Um, I got a Pfefferhorn lager. Pfefferhorn is a big-ass mountain here in Utah. Uh, this takes place on a big-ass mountain. Right now, the mountains are snowy, so it's almost like I'm there, right? Okay, that terrible. was terrible. Next. Oh, I terrible. Thought, I thought you'd like that one a little bit more. I'm also drinking a Risen Pine, which is made by uh, Uinta Brewing also here in Utah. It's a hoppy dark ale. It's a bunch of it's two people in a cabin in like a snowscape. I don't know if you can see the can art or not on screen, but the listener can absolutely see the can on screen. Yeah, I couldn't, but the listener can. Okay, well that's I mean that's what's important here. So, uh yeah, I mean pretty good. It's about being up in the woods by yourself in a cabin and it's dark and snowy. Like I nailed it. Except for random hikers, but we'll we'll get into that a little later. Uh, your second one brought you back from the depths of just terrible. I like Pfefferhorn. I'm not saying it's a bad beer. No, I like Pfefferhorn as a choice. It's about being up in the mountains, man. This dude's got a backpack. He's walking god. around. There's pine trees. Oh my god! I you know it's should... brutal. Pine, about this? pine trees, the woods. You could say they're in the woods, like Woodland Empire. They're in a Woodland Empire. You know what's brutal Pilsners. about his stupid defense? is that my selection is much better than his, but the way he's defending his so broadly and stupidly is making my choice actively worse, <laughs> and I hate it. You know what? Uh, Jake, you actually kind of missed a point on yours, right? Because the, the Nazi zombies were part of an empire, and they're part There's, of the world. Mine's, mine's like a trifecta. I, were they? I mean, the Nazis were part of an empire. Is Are they still part of an empire when they're zombies? I don't think so. He uh, said they were. He I mean, the were. zombie empire, the Nazi zombie empire. Yeah, he's part of the Nazi zombie empire, yes. Wow. He's. Herzog. The Iced <sighs> Foss or whatever the thing was called. I'm sure you nailed it. I, I'm sure. sure. Jack, what is your beer? <laughs> I am drinking High Lakes Session IPA by Sockeye. Couple of reasons here. One, this is the High Lakes region. You, you shat on you shat on, uh, you shat on us? I shat on you? you yeah, shat on High us. High Lakes, Jake. This is the High Lakes region that they're in. 
and that they're stranded I didn't too. See a la- I didn't see a lake. It's because it's all snowed over. Guy, go there in the summer. You know this to be true? Absolutely. I've probably been there. Okay, it's definitely not a lake. It's a fjord. If you were drinking high fjords, then <laughs> we'd give you a I don't point. think you can have a high fjord. High fjord. I don't think that's geographically possible. Well, I mean, it's called up. Oxfjord, get up in there. so I assume it's made out of fjords. <laughs> and two, it's a blackout can. Uh, and this is uh, things that go bump in the night movie for a little bit there. So... Jack came in last. That's fair. So Jack oh, did come fuck in, Jack, you. Jack did end up coming in last. No yeah. way I came in last. <laughs> 100%. I can call last. Ernie in. He can weigh in on all this. That is such Dude, er- I haven't heard from Ernie in weeks. I think Ernie has officially been let loose. No, yeah. well, he has been let loose. He's on his spirit journey, okay? He's trying to find himself. Well, I hope he does. Let me know if he ever comes back to you. He checks in every couple days. I worry about him. Oh, boy. Drinking beer isn't the only thing we've done over the course of the last week. We have also maybe experienced some other stuff in the horror world. Hey, Jake. Hi. What else has been rocking your horror world other yeah. than Dodd Snow? Dodd Snow. I have two movies. Uh, the first hey, of which, yeah. The first I watched is called Terrified. Terrified is a horror movie from 2018. I wanted to check it out. Are you, to be clear, you're not saying Terrifier. To be clear, I'm saying Terrified. This okay. is on This is on Shudder. Uh, this is a movie from Argentina. And this is a haunted house movie if the house is an entire neighborhood. Oh, okay. I like that. So cool concept. I, he, cool concept. So it's Elm The Street. movie doesn't give a... I don't think this is that spoilery. I think you need to know this before you go into it because I would recommend this to certain people. This movie has some interesting ideas that it doesn't even attempt to flesh out, and it does that in service of getting you from one scare to another. Okay. And this movie actually has a lot of really good scares in it. I think I'd recommend it, but I'm don't go supernatural into it. scares? Yes, it's all supernatural. Yeah. I don't go into this expecting anything to make sense, especially what they start to like build you towards. Okay. Compl- they completely leave that hanging so if you're okay with that and you can hang i I highly recommend and you can deal with subtitles unless you're fluent in spanish whatever highly recommend it pretty cool i liked it any questions for me i said it was on shutter uh no because i sounds like you were a little bit wary of spoilers and i do want to check it out um so yeah i i don't know it'd be kind of hard to spoil i i just don't want to describe the particular thing that they do and then Leave it hanging. I think that's for you to. I don't know how to ask with. you another question. Okay, was don't this ask me on your question. radar before you saw it, or was it you just scrolling through yeah. your apps and being like, "Ooh, this looks good." A little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. This is one that like I saw it on Shutter, and it had like the Shutter exclusive thing. Those can be pretty hit or miss. So I looked it up, and I saw that it was getting some pretty decent to good reviews. So I checked it out. And I I would say that overall, I think this is a recommend, but don't go into it expecting the world. You can have some fun with it. Okay. Uh, when specifically did it come out? And addendum, why specifically did you prevent us from including it on Horror Release Roundup? Because I don't remember. Uh, it was not this month. So it would have been, I guess, we November had already probably. Fucked up. We had already fucked up. Mm. And okay. yeah. Cool. Pretty cool, simple cool, cool. answer for you. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Uh, number, movie number two. Uh... I saw Ravenous, oh. which is a zombie movie. Les Enfants. Like the zombie guy. I don't really like zombie movies. But You're the zombie guy. I saw the zombie movie because I heard it was good, and I'm trying to do the thing where I check out the movies that came out this year that might be worthy of consideration in a certain omnibus award spectacular. 
It's coming up in a few weeks. What? Uh, what are you talking about? I know, right? <laughs> um, this movie was too slow for its own good, but it was beautiful in the indie way, and I thought it was really funny. Huh. I really liked the writing, which is saying something for it being in another language and me having to read it. Which zombie movie was this? Refresh my record. This is the one that occurs in like Upper Quebec. Oh shit! Okay, yeah, it I came out earlier. I believe it's also called on Netflix. It's also called Les Fom or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. Nailed I'm it. sure you nailed it. Nailed it. I'm uh, fluent at the Francais, so <laughs> got it. I don't even know what word you were trying to say. Les Fom. The Afam. Okay. The famished, I believe. <laughs> Got it. it. Means. You're okay. I see what you're doing there. That's why it translates to ravenous. <laughs> Got it. Because they're very. This hungry. movie's on Netflix. It's about <laughs> zombies and people and fog, like all zombie movies. And you liked it. Uh, yeah. Is it going to get anywhere near your list? Uh, no. Okay. How does it I rank in so. the zombie compendium? One like, of the best ones of the year. Okay. Okay. I, I don't I mean this is not like a movie of the year type candidate for me but it's good. I think what really ended up being its downfall in my opinion was that this one was pretty slow. It was pretty slow. It was pretty long. Like this is a slow 2 hour movie which you feel every bit of. Okay. Right. I, I keep going back the the biggest the, the best thing, biggest and best thing I can say about this is that for me to say the writing was really good because I thought it was hilarious at in at parts. I mean we're talking dark humor here. For a movie that I have to read, that's yeah. inter- that's interesting yeah. because there's an element of like actually having to read the writing and then watching how the characters are delivering it without knowing like how to speak the language they speak. Right. There's a certain amount of, I guess at that point it's just like in the face, in the mannerisms, all of that was spot on. So I guess it was well acted. Okay. Uh. Language is French. The language is French. Yeah, that's a that, that would be an accurate statement. They might have like that, made up a vampire. You should have known. Mark that's, said "Les Enfants." Yeah. I know it's a French movie, but they might have made up. I think maybe they made up a Thirty Days a Night kind of zombie language. Oh shit! No, yeah. we've watched a lot of zombie movies in a row. Yes, you have. Well, I have. <laughs> Fuck. All what of them featuring nope, that's foreign your two. languages. You nope, that's two. my two. That's your two. Yeah. I also have two movies. I'm gonna go next because Mark, you said you have like a thousand or something. You better Poor lightning shit, round, dude. I have eight. Yeah. And I'm going to do these in a very particular order because one of them is going to transition. Well, Mark, you and I watched a movie together. That's true. We'll get to we that did. one second. Yeah. The other movie that I watched this time around is Bad Samaritan, which is a pretty recent release. Uh, remind me who's in this. There's a person in this. David Tennant. Right. Is David the main Tennant. guy in this. Yeah. He, well, he's not the protagonist. He's the antagonist, but he's the biggest yeah. name in okay. it. Okay. Right. Uh, and this just dropped for free on Amazon Prime streaming. So you have the option to download it, watch it, check it out if you have Prime, and I'm sure you do. I recommend this movie. Um, I was surprised to see how low the reviews were on this movie. I think it has like a 5.2 on IMDb, whatever the fuck that means. That like seems a, normal. Like a 51 that on seems Rotten pretty Tomatoes solid, or something like that. There was another statistic I read about it afterwards that I was shocked, which is like it's it released to the eighth lowest box office gross in like movie history. Or something like that. <laughs> what was the threshold of theaters it had to be in for that sort of a stat? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I I, I got to look up more about that because it's shocking. It, it ended up making. I think it's an average of how much it made per theater it opened in was the stat I was reading, and then made got the it. eighth lowest ever for a wide release. It only opened in theaters that don't make any money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But 
Uh, this isn't a movie you're watching for the plot, right? The trailer tells you everything you need to know about the plot. The main character is like a low-level thief. He's he, a bad Samaritan. He's Well, he's a bad Samaritan. So is David Tennant, though. Uh, he, like, is a valet who takes people's cars, uses their GPS, and, like, low-level robs them while they're eating dinner. Um, low-level robs them. Low-level robs them. And David Tennant is the wrong fucking guy to do that to. And it got and it. But he's seen season one of Jessica Jones. You know just how fucking creepy David Tennant can be. He brings that even, I'd say, up a level in this. He is fantastic. It's so good. He's very terrifying. And he rips this guy's life to shreds systematically. And it makes you feel hopeless and dead inside and like there's no goddamned way out. And it is... Ugh. Jack, I have a question. Yeah, buddy. Is this a horror movie? Yes. Okay, cool. It goes... I, it is yeah. a thrill. It's closer to the thriller well, and a lot of horror. Well, a horror thriller. But this is definitely a horror thriller. It's got a lot of horror aspects to it. Um, I give this one a pretty big recommend. Check it out. Especially, it's 90 minutes. It's paced really well. It never felt like it dragged to me. It's always doing something. Yep. The things it's doing are interesting. You're not watching it for the plot. You know the plot from the trailer. Uh, sure. And you see the ending coming 10,000 miles away. You're just waiting for it to happen. But... Uh, it's, sure. it's a very good movie for David Tennant's performance and the main guy does a very good job too so that's a hard recommend for me um, I the- appreciate the professionalism that you brought to the table by having the uh, the actual main actor's name just lined up and ready to go well I'm a very large David Tennant fan yeah so. that's the only reason Mark okay be, fair enough be, be real here <laughs> No, I like I seriously. I know David Tennant because I've been a big fan of his since like Doctor Who brought you all, all and the that's show. the reason why you knew the name I don't understand are you Suggesting that I didn't watch the movie? I don't understand the joke you're making. I don't really either, but I appreciate it because he's vamping so that I can look up the other guy's name. It is Robert Sheehan. (laughs) Plays the main guy. I was never going to know. Oh, you were giving me shit because I didn't know his name. I see what you're saying. Yeah. No, I was more giving you shit because you never know anyone's name. Yeah, I never know anyone's name. I certainly don't know this guy's name. Uh, (laughs) I've never seen Robert Sheehan in anything prior to this. And... How dare you not know Robert Sheehan's name? I hope to see him post this. He did a pretty good job. And you, he's got a cool you hope Irish to accent. She, he, he acted good. Oh, sure. He acted good, yeah. The other movie, Mark, you and I watched this together along with my lovely wife. Yeah, we did. Um, there was booze involved, if you can believe that, when yeah, we watched yeah. it. Minor uh, levels of booze. We watched this on, like, what, a Saturday afternoon, I think? Yep. Yeah. The best time. We watched Slender Man, the 2018 release. Oh, you did. Fictional Movie. I mean, yeah. we wanted Dogs. to make sure that we'd have this one in the chamber for uh, for the omnibus. For the omnibus. For yeah, omnibus. yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, totally. Picks. Yeah. Definitely a candidate. I'm glad you guys are going with the hits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How was it? Not good. No really shit. Phenomenal. Right. Oh, what a disappointment. It was also not freely streamable anywhere. I paid to stream look, this shit. Yeah, look, Jack you paid know, like six dollars for this. Thing. It was five ninety nine. Brutal. You know, movies are bad when they come out, and then all of a sudden you don't hear anything more about them. You know this movie is bad because Slender Man, I would say it hadn't like totally, it was, it's still having its moment. It's on the tail end of the moment, but this thing you stopped hearing about before it came out. 100%. No, this was just (laughs) bad on many, many different axes. It wasn't wholly devoid of mildly interesting things. A couple of the shots were kind of neat. Did you end up watching Marble Hornets after to cleanse your palate? Uh, we did not, but uh, the next day I did end up watching the Impossible Astronaut arc from Doctor Who, which is a much sure. better Slender Man story. You're just trying to get it back to David Tennant. Uh, yeah. No, that's actually a Matt Smith arc. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. I apologize to my listening audience. Based on a book. <laughs> is it really? 
No. No. <laughs> uh, Jack's not picking up my jokes this week. It's kind of brutal. Yeah, I think he needs to drink some, some tough beers. energy. We need to cleanse. <laughs> uh, it, you are correct in saying it's not completely devoid of interesting things. There's it's really close. There's Tell me something interesting. They have some Tell ambitious and entertaining good. camera work that they work into a few different things. Okay. Uh, that at least, I mean, I would still say that this was at least watchable. It wasn't like unfathomably blah, 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 burf. Unfathomably uh, bad. <laughs> no, it wasn't unfathomably bad. It's not one of the worst movies I've ever seen. It is one I will never watch again and I will never recommend. Yeah, mm. that's probably fair. Uh, it's also, it, the the plot is in. Infuriating. It's just the and, ring. They just stole the plot of the ring. But made it so much worse and Wait. so much more confusing. And they developed three or four plot lines that they drop immediately. <laughs> yeah. Explain and then they to me how this is the plot of the ring. Guy. No, we aren't here to spoil Slenderman. Uh, uh, look, they th- because they summoned the Slenderman by watching a YouTube video and doing certain specific things. Then Slenderman comes and kills them. So more accurately, later. it's 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 the ri- it's rings more accurately. Yeah. Never saw that one. Well, I mean, I don't think Jake has either, but he is correct. I remember the trailers I watched. Yeah. Very bad. Very, very bad. It okay. is almost watchable okay. for the ring tape thing that they have in there because it just flashes the Illuminati symbol like 75 times. Oh, my God. Oh, we'll give you a seizure. <laughs> they oh, should, they should seizure. have somehow figured out how to like show a piece of Marvel Hornets. They should have figured out how to make the Slender Man not CG Garbahosa most of the time. There were Jack. Was it ever? Uh, was it ever not going to be CG Garbahosa? Well, they did. There were two kind of cool shots where they used some kind of effect that looked like it was kind of paper mache burlap sack creepy guy looking thing to just be like a white face on a guy. Uh-huh. And they could have done a consistent thing of like a lo- or gotten uh, Javier Botet. Is that the guy's name? The dude from uh, the the bendy crooked man or whatever. Yeah, yeah, name, yeah. But yeah, is that the guy that plays about. like the man in the hat in Conjuring Two? Correct. Yeah, yes. The yeah, man. the Crooked Man, and and yeah. in many other things. He's in a shitload of horror movies because no. he looks scary. Sure. Yeah, but and, oh, and he plays he's the in the background. Pan's Labyrinth both. Eye Guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he, yeah, he's skinny. But Slender Man's in the background in most shots. You could have done a thousand things other than making him a cartoon. They didn't have the money for Javier. I should hope not. Seldom few Big do. J. He's an investment, okay? But he's worth your money. I'm he's quite certain money. that guy does not get paid nearly enough. I mean, I, I'm i not his agent, but you're probably correct. <laughs> I am, interestingly. Should I take over with my seven movies? Go fast. I don't want to, I'm okay. not going to remember any of them, so go fast. No, Mark, you know what? Go what? the speed you want to go, bud. It's December. I'm starting to feel the holiday spirit. But I don't think that I'm... speed is fast. Look, normally I punt on some when I have a bunch, but I'm going to keep watching these because I'm like Jake. I want to get through as many of these from 2018 as I can before we talk about them. Ow! So. Oh, wait. I have one more. Yeah. I don't know if it counts because I don't remember watching it. I watched wow. it after a poker night that I got very drunk that turned into this a This better not night. be one of your bet picks because I'm I I'm going to rewatch it. I'm going to grant you a rewatch because I did fall asleep during it. Was this it. a bet pick? It was thinner. It was a, it was my re- lost bet watch it, rewatching of thinner. Uh didn't make it through more than 15 minutes before I passed out immediately. Yeah, so, okay, so you I don't think it counts as no, my it bet, but I did want count. to put it out there. You also Please, didn't watch it you if have, you watched 15 minutes. You have minutes. one week <laughs> to report. I think I fell asleep immediately after the gypsy says, Thin. And Jesus then the movie Christ. just did. You actually saw the whole movie. That's it. That's all. Yeah, that's basically. it. That's the mo- I've seen this movie before. It's not. <laughs> I, co- I want you to know I could have easily lied about this one. 
Well, thanks for being such an upstanding guy, Jack. Yeah. Mark, would you like to talk about we'll your We'll talk about movies? that more when you bring it up on next week's podcast when you have rewatched sure. it. I'm going to start with Seven in Heaven, which is a movie that is currently available on Netflix <laughs> brought course. to you by Blumhouse. You guys made fun of me when I said that Blumhouse was releasing a bunch of movies about like party games because we were talking about Truth or Dare, but this is the other yeah. one I was talking about. This is a fucking weird concept of a movie, and it's really more horror-ish. It's in the same vein as like Coherence, I guess. Uh, is this just this the is same in the, Hold as- on. <sighs> this is in the same vein as Coherence? Yeah. Is it any good? Then, no. Let me ask you this. Is it just a horror version of 13 going on 30? <laughs> uh, I mean, no. Maybe? Uh, Jack, I'm going to have to rewatch. I'm, look, I hate to disappoint you. I'm going to have to rewatch 13 going on 30 in order to. Young Jennifer Garner goes movie. into the closet with young Mark Ruffalo to play Seven Minutes in Heaven. Then when she comes out of the closet, she's like time warped. In the interest okay, dimension war. In the interest of moving along, because I don't want because I have seven of these. This is a recommend if you're in the mood for something way different, but it is I mean, it's pretty weird. So Can you give us three second what is way different about it without spoiling it? I, okay. I mean the high level concept, and you'll get this from the synopsis on Netflix, is teens are playing seven in heaven. The first two teens that go into the closet come out in a different parallel universe. So this is exactly 13 going on 30, the horror version. Yeah, I guess. Sure. Okay, moving on. It's that. Uh, the next one is Girl House. This actually came out a couple years ago. This is not a 2018 movie. Yeah. This is available on Amazon. You should go 100% watch this. This is the, probably the best slasher I've seen all year. I loved it. It was really, really, really good. It was really, really good. Wow. Yeah, I liked Why? it. Why? Great villain. It's a pretty solid setup. It's... Fun, but also really setup, tense. And the for the listener who doesn't know, because we level know. of violence you want from a slasher, which is lots, lots brutal, but not like not overdone, disgusting gore. Well, I sure, mean, it actually is pretty brutal, but yeah, uh, okay, uh, not okay. torture porn. Correct. It, it's okay. pretty close at times, but I mean, like I said, it toes that line well, and it's it's just an ex- incredibly solid. Uh, slasher film. You should go watch it. It is available on Amazon Prime. Uh, and next up, Devil's Doorway, 2018. This is that 16 millimeter yeah. found footage movie that's like super duper. I mean, it looks like it was filmed in the 1960s or 50s or whenever this is set. So it's like small. I ended up watching this on my computer, which I felt like was probably a good choice, um, as opposed to like a big TV screen. Um, I look. I don't mean to keep walking through these and just providing comps to other movies, but this is basically just Borderlands <laughs> or the Last I Sacrament was, or whatever. It was yeah, called. yeah. I was gonna say this. This the trailer for this looked like Borderlands. Yeah, so, uh, I, and they. I mean, it's look. It's two priests trying to determine whether or not something's a miracle or demonology or whatever, and it just so happens to be inside of a. It's not really a church. It's like a convent it's actually a home for like huh. mentally ill women or something like that okay um fair fair to say we liked borderlands did we like this uh not as much not by on a logarithmic scale it's, so if, if hypothetically someone hadn't seen borderlands yet they should watch that one yes Just hypothetically yes, i haven't even seen this and i would say yes that movie's yeah. a hard recommend uh, especially because I think one of the bigger hurdles in this one, aside from the fact that you're watching 16 millimeter film, is that uh, the supporting actors are not particularly great at what they're doing. The yeah, line delivery hurts. is agonizing at times. The main the main two guys are pretty solid, but everyone outside of that, not great. Got it. Yep. Moving uh, on. Okay. Upgrade. I'm bringing this up 
Yeah. Everyone keeps talking about this as a horror movie, and I guess that's fine in the sense that, like, comedies have happy endings and horror movies have not happy endings. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> it's fine because we get to claim it as a horror movie, but it's not really a horror movie. Is that what you're saying? Is a happy ending. It is produced by, uh, I believe this was Blumhouse. Lee Winnell wrote and directed it. Logan Marshall correct. Green is the main guy. These are this all horror things. Yes. Um, it looked fucking rad. It is. It was fucking rad. <laughs> the cinematography and all, and all the fight scenes is badass. Like they do really cool shit with the camera throughout this mm-hmm. entire movie. I'm not sure I could recommend it as like a true to form horror movie. There's not a lot of horror here, unless you're like particularly squeamish about transhumanism. But I mean, I mean, you I should am. watch this movie anyway because it's badass. Get your goat. Where'd you watch that one? Where'd you uh, watch that one? That one was a DVD in the mail type of sitch. God uh, damn. Where would one watch it if they were not 85 he years old? You doesn't know that. I mean, you can rent it on Amazon Prime or whatever. Now I want to know the details. Link. Do you want me to Links send you a link happen. in our chat? Jake cannot right find movie. Talking. He needs an email with a hyperlink to it. That's because he's still searching through like Amazon Iceland storefront. You're both 85 years old and in different ways. I think I got cash when I was in like a fucking airport somewhere. <laughs> it doesn't know where I am. Mark, finish your fucking list. <laughs> hey, Jack, speaking of 85, I watched Summer of 84, which is available on Shudder. <laughs> what as a, a Shutter fucking damn pit. transition that is. Hey, Mark, I liked that movie. Did you like that movie? I, I particularly really like the soundtrack movie. for that movie. Did you like the soundtrack for that movie? The soundtrack for the movie was solid. Uh, yeah. That wasn't really what like stuck out to me, though. I mean, it, it's mm. good atmospheric. It mm-hmm. sets the scene. It's obviously set in the middle 80s, so it's like you kind of need 80s. that there. <laughs> Almost like it's 1984. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, Say more about it. Would you yeah, like? like roughly halfway through 84. Yeah. So the most distracting thing about this that I had a real hard time already, yeah, okay. getting past. So the upfront plot is that these kids are trying to figure out if their neighbor's a serial killer, right? Their yeah. neighbor... Is the is the guy from the office who plays Pam's art school friend who tries to get her to stay in New York? Do you remember him? This guy's in a lot of things, man. He's a that guy. He's a that guy for sure. I He's know who you're guy. talking he about. He kind of looks like Sean Astin too. That was the other thing. That no, I kept he doesn't. To. A little He's bit. He's got a get little bit of a fuck Sean out Astin of No, vibe. he doesn't. I will not go there with you. Okay. Anyway, well, he's a that guy for sure. He's, he's like, oh, he's guy. been in this and this and this, and I know him, and I cannot like fully. Align myself to this world because I remember him from seven other things. I think he's better dude, known for Mad Men than The Office, but yes. And, and most recently, dude, I watched him in Love. He was in Love. Okay, anyway, he's been no. in things. I know him Talk. from The Office. And the dude's a total teddy bear. <laughs> and these kids are like, he's a serial killer, and he's like just this lovable guy. I, I, I really like the kind of just contrast between what you are seeing and what they are seeing. You know what I'm saying? I will probably <laughs> I have saying. more to say about this. Uh, in a few weeks, but this is, I mean, if you haven't, this is one of the, I feel like gritty serial killer drama thing is like a new subgenre that we need to start talking about more. Sure. And this is probably at the top of that list. I haven't seen Clove Hitch yet, but. Uh, okay. Have uh, you seen I Am Not a Serial Killer? Uh, No, but based on your you recommendations. That's a pretty good one. You should check that one out. Yeah, I know. It's 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 near the top of my list, but that was 2017. If I that, So that, the that listener can stop screaming at their phone. Rich Summer is the guy. Okay. Gay. Thank you. Total so, teddy bear. Yeah. Uh, I had to provide Sheehan for you. You had to provide Rich Summer for me. We're yeah. scratching each other's back. They're basically the go, same Mark. guy. There the funny go. thing about my are back is- Are you done is... yet, or are we less than halfway through, Two I more. Think, Two, more. Two more. Two more. Two more. Oh, boy. 
He's going fast. I'm just going to wrap this up with two more 2018 movies. I watched Mandy. I watched this on my birthday. Oh, shit. That one I'm actually really interested in. What? You were talking shit about this because of this Nick was Cage. Your lowest movie of the I month. I think you gave that your bottom one. I did. I think I did. I want to know what Mark thought about it. I'm not interested in the movie. I'm interested in Mark's thoughts on the movie. Oh. oh. Okay. Um, you were we right, were coming probably. unglued on you. <laughs> you guys came at me hard. <laughs> Uh, you were right. Probably should have been closer to the bottom one. This was terrible. <laughs> I would like Aww. to point out that it was not because of Nicolas Cage, though. He does a fine job. It's just like, wasn't it though. This was... he does a fine job. I've never heard Nick Cage described as he was middling. <laughs> this was glacially paced and really fucking weirdly written. Like this is clearly just a showcase of light and color and cinema. But How like is it the actual there's content, enough of that shit. Yeah, the actual content. I'm throwing this almost in the same vein as like Neon Demon or something like that. I was just like, gonna say I, that, that sounds like Neon Demon. <laughs> yeah, time just glacially paced. And... He's supposed to like kill demons in a neon world with like a fucking big weapon, isn't he? Oh yeah, and I mean that does happen. There are some cool scenes in this. The two, the three like Hellrider people that are basically straight out of Hellraiser that are like made out of nails and shit. Really cool character design. Outside of those guys, it's just Nicolas Cage beating the shit out of old white dudes. I'm into that. Eh. I mean, you can watch it if you want. It's not nearly as uh, captivating watching it as it is to describe. Like, honestly, I don't know if I can describe it and have it not sound cool because the concept is badass. But the execution leaves a lot to be desired. Okay. Well, I'm glad to know I was right. One final movie. I watched Unsane. Okay. Have you seen this, Jake? You've seen this. I I was the one that reported on this one, yeah. I have not yet watched it. Um, I recommend you do. This is a very strange thing that exists in the world. <laughs> Correct. It's, <laughs> it's it's Claire Foy. Matt Damon has an uncredited cameo. It's directed by David Soderbergh. It's shot entirely on an iPhone 7. Yeah. Uh, it has the Josh Leonard guy from uh, who's famous for Blair Witch and has done quite a few other things, but that's I mean that's probably where we know him. In from. a prominent role. In a yeah, in a very prominent role. A lead role. I like I can't I'm sorry, Steven Soderbergh. I don't know what I said. I think I said David Soderbergh. He I think you said. I think you said Jebediah. Jebediah Soderbergh directed. Yeah, that, that was funny. Uh, it is continue. a strange confluence of incredibly high talent, shot on an iPhone Seven with obviously like weird. I mean, they do a lot of strange camera angles, and they're, they they mm-hmm. have to get creative because they're kind of hamstrung mm-hmm. by the thing they're filming on. Uh, oh, this is also Jay Farrow. This is one of the only movies he's done, which in another very strange casting decision. But yeah, so it's like this. In this, there's so many people in this. It's like this weird piece of art that I don't know how to feel while I'm watching it. It doesn't feel like a movie that should enlist all of the people that you mentioned. And with the concept and with the way that it looks, it just yeah, I don't know. What what was your overall take on it? How did you walk away from this movie feeling? I found this movie to be incredibly frustrating, but also very like my heart was beating hard throughout much of this movie. I found it very okay. intense. Um and huh. I I mean it it's something unique at the very least. You haven't really seen this type of drama before. As a horror movie, it's going to hit different. Your mileage may vary because, I mean, it kind of depends on how much you identify with the situation. But I recommend you see this movie. It's very good. Yeah, it's it's unique enough to warrant a watch for sure. Yes. And this has concluded my seven plus one movie lightning round. Are you caught up yet? Yeah, we're there. We made it, guys. We did it. We're caught up. We have to go to the feature presentation. Wow. We caught up. 
Over at horror.com this week, we watched 2009's Dodd Snow. Or Dead, Dead Snow. Snow. Yeah. I have literally no idea how to say it in its native tongue. Dodd Snow. <laughs> yeah, both, both I'm sure, absolutely correct. Jake, this was your pick. Yeah. Yeah, we it was. kind of discussed this a little bit last week. I honestly don't remember if that was on mic or off mic. I think we all watched this together, our first viewing. Heavens I think we were all at a friend Betsy. of ours' parents' house, the friend named Nachos, and we were drinking heavily, playing Super Smash Bros, and watching Dodd Snow, as I recall. First that and last name, sound like us. Nachos. Yes, Nachos Nachos. <laughs> just He's Nachos. Electra's brother. Yeah, just Nachos, like the Brazilian thing. Yeah. His name's just Nachos. I like doing the Brazilian thing before you went to, like, Cher or Prince or... Spider-Man. It's like a Brazilian thing. I'm a sports guy. Soccer it's like, names. It's like Neymar or Pele. And I'm pretty sure there is a nacho on Portugal right now, the Portuguese national soccer team, so he's just the pluralization of that. <laughs> There's a dude who plays for RSL whose name's Burrito. I mean, it's a pseudonym. <laughs> it's not his yet, but Burrito. Fucking hell. Dodd wow. Snow. Dodd Jake, Snow. Jake, why'd you pick this one? Uh, we were picking winter movies, and I believe I was the second to pick. Who picked first? Me. It had to be you. Yeah. I definitely picked first. Yeah, so I wanted to pick something that was like a little, I don't know, a little bit different, a little bit less serious, and it was the first thing that came to mind. You it's were actually pick. the third person to pick, but- Was I? Yeah. You're going second because I picked the Christmassy one, so then- Oh, uh, yeah, that's flat. right. I want to pick something less serious than what you guys had picked. Yeah. Gotta fucking have some variety, man. A to Z. Variety. Had you seen the since that- Party viewing, party time. Viewing. I don't think so. I haven't either. I had thought that I had. That's yeah, for damn sure. I, I don't. I don't. A lot. I don't think I had. Yeah, Mark. What about you? I've seen this. I think twice because the. I mean, the other time was on. Uh, it, this was available on Netflix for a while, so I, I always found it tempting. Oh, yeah. I really enjoyed the first time we watched it together. So I'm pretty sure I threw it back on. Maybe I don't know, two or three years ago. I can't remember exactly when, but whatever. Yeah. All right. Fair yeah. enough. Hey, Jake. Hey, Jack. You picked this movie. Yes, sir. That means that 30 seconds are about to be on the goddamn clock, and it's going to start when you start. And I'm going to try to do it in less than 30 seconds. We'll see how it goes. You should. It always fails. It's kind of always the goal. It always fails. No, 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 no. That's not really always the goal. This is one of those where you make that stance where you're like, I can do it in less than 30, and then it takes you 70. Yeah. Yeah, that'll happen. That'll happen to Jack. Fuck you. Hey, are they villagers or are they townsfolk? Uh, yeah, and I still had time to have that debate and finish the plot synopsis. Synopsis. <laughs> Clock starts when you start, Jake. A group of medical students in Norway go on spring break up to a cabin in the f- wooded fjordlands, and uh, while they're there and they're partying and they're drinking and they're having sex and shit, this weird guy comes by, tells them about some Nazi zombies that, well, some Nazis that died up in the hills after they were occupying and got chased away. Lo and behold, they are zombies. They come, attack them, kill everyone because they're trying to get the gold that they had stolen from the Norwegians back in the day. Back, and they succeed, but they're zombies. So did they really succeed? I don't know. (laughs) Is there time left? Time. Time. (laughs) So you clearly rehearsed that, and that's fine. I did not. Mm. It didn't sound rehearsed to me. I did not rehearse it. it. It You're pretty rehearsed. It was rehearsed. Yeah, dick. That's a way better theater. I'm on record as being the theater kid. Think about it. If you're gonna rehearse something, you're not gonna want it polished, right? You're gonna want to rehearse it so good that it sounds like you're kind of fucking up a little bit, which is what he just nailed. Shit. I'm inside of y'all's heads. You know what else he (laughs) nailed? They're in. They are in the fjordlands. Definitely not the high lakelands. 
You're the one who picked that said they're on a high mountain. Yeah. Dickhead. A mountain next to the fjords. I think Fuck you. Fuck you. You know where I think you know fjords. where I think? You know where I think they are? They're in the woodlands. Oh my god. I win. My god, you I no. Win. I win. No. And I'm drinking a pilsner. They drink a lot of those. Pretty much just said it's like Pirates of the Caribbean, but in Sweden. It's in Norway. Norway. You it's fucking irresponsible person, it's you. Same. It's not Racist. the same. It's pretty close. God. It's the same in my world. So I guess this is actually like a, it's a zombie movie, but it's kind of like, I had to look this up. This isn't like me being smart, but there's a thing in Norway called the Drog, which is like a spirit in the woodlands. You also didn't have to look it up. It's also in Is Skyrim. guarding treasure. Yeah. Do you think that I remember anything from 2011? Because you okay. are wrong. So uh, first off, I don't believe in... for a second you haven't played that in the last two years. The things I have in not. Skyrim are called Drogours. Totally different. Are called what? Draugr. It's the same thing, but it has an R on the end. Oh yeah, totally they have like an A U R, E R. It does have an R. I haven't played end. it. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> they're different. They're basically the same, but different. Yep. But also, I mean, they're clear. This is supposedly just. I mean, this is just Nazi zombies. This was released shortly after the World of War game came out that involved Nazi zombies. I'm, I'm yeah, pretty. They, yeah, they I'm pretty sure this Nazi movie was to the Pirates of the Caribbean plot, and then they said it in Sweden. Yes. Well, I don't. Done. Okay, so I think the there's a big Swedish distinction to be made, though. Though, if we still have a listener who is interested in like listening to this and having it spoiled, whatever this movie spoilers do not matter. They whatsoever. certainly don't. No, um, we should have said that up top. Saying that it's like Pirates of the Caribbean makes this seem too highbrow. It's I get what you mean by like Pirates of the Caribbean, but this is also like a college road trip movie. It's funny that you said highbrow. It's like I, European vacation. I'm now hearing how that came across like that, but I was it's saying like an it epic precisely adventure. the opposite. They were just looking. They they took Nazi zombies. They took the plot mechanic from Pirates of the Caribbean, and they made a fucking Nazi zombie movie. Like, sure, I was trying to say it exactly the opposite. Got it. Per- perhaps there is an activity that we should do that would help us discuss. What type of movie this is? If only we had a segment for that, but we just don't. Well, it's funny you say that, Jake. We actually have an award-winning segment. Oh shit! Remind <laughs> what me what in the fuck subgenre of horror this movie fits into, and except zombies, because I'm taking that one. Bam! Foreign. Comedy. Bam! Zombie foreign comedy. Good work, guys. Trees. Yeah. Woodlands. You're right. <laughs> I win. Uh, do we want to? Is this like a splatter category at all? Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm what sorry, Jake just distracted me a lot with the score of the Penguins Avalanche game. That was baffling. What is happening in How this game? How did that happen? <laughs> what? I want to wa- I want to watch Punishment Goalie. Fuck Jesus <laughs> yeah. Christ! Um, cut all of it's that. It's not really a splatter movie. It's there. There's one particularly splattery scene uh, where a guy gets his head pulled apart. Yeah, but that uh, okay, yes, and that scene is paying homage to uh, one of the all-time classics brain in the dead. splatter genre. Yeah, he's, he's wearing, wearing a, the shirt. He's wearing a brain dead shirt. He's wearing the yeah, fucking it's shirt. Not subtle. And then he died. Well, I'm not saying it's trying to be subtle. Okay, yeah, they are just doing the brain dead thing. But that's kind yeah. of an homage. They have him wear the but shirt, I don't and then think they that kill makes it a splatter. Move. They kill him well, the same I mean, way. Also, the guys at the end of the movie are all literally splattered with blood because they run through a horde of zombies. With this movie is a splatter movie for sure. Sickle. Yeah, it's splattery. Oh, fine. He jams like, like three different zombies into his snowmobile. It's it's the definition methods. of splatter. It's fine. Well, pfft. how about all that? It's the platonic ideal oh, okay. of splatter, Jack. Okay. Fuck uh, this you. is this is also a drogger movie. A drog movie. Drog movie, not drogger. Not <laughs> drog. to be confused. 
We'll get to the Draugr movies when we go to Dwarven Temples later. Yeah. Can't wait. Can't wait. I don't know if there were any Draugr in the, uh, the the Elven Temples or the Dwarven Temples, whatever you just said. They're mostly in, like, caves and stuff. It's true. <laughs> the dungeons, true. you know? <laughs> yes, they they were in the things that were based explicitly on this mythology. This concludes the award-winning segment. <laughs> this is why it's award-winning. Because it's so tight. It's so it's, tight. It's, it's so perfect. tight and efficient. So tight for and you. everyone likes listening to it. <laughs> All right, Jake, what does this movie do right? Well, Jack, that's great that you asked that question of me first because I picked it and I'm not vamping at all. I the, <laughs> the the final third, the battle of this movie, the part of this movie that was the pitch is a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah, Nazi zombies attacking people in like a in a high lake the cabin two, setting. Not, not not even that. I don't give a shit about that. You I'm talking about two guys running at zombies that are coming down a snowy hill at them, and they're running up with power tools and not power tools, and evisceration ensues. That part is wonderful. It's amazing. And that's what they pitched with- this movie on, and that's where they've started, and then they tried to build backwards, and you can tell, but we aren't there yet. And for a movie that is based on that pitch. Like I, we've watched so many movies where they're based on one pitch and they fuck that up and they did sure. not fuck it up. They deliver on that premise, the pitch part. They show you the pitch part and they sure. It. Yeah. yeah, they did. Yep. I, I liked it a whole hell of a lot. Uh, nope. The part you're, you are absolutely correct. That part is amazing. And the part you're missing, the aspect of that scene that you haven't yet talked about is, and this I'm is a fantasy it. point for me, the licensed contrapunctal music makes it so good. Oh my God. It. It's so good. That's why the, he's doing it. That scene without the soundtrack is, it's like dangerous minds without the gangster's paradise. Okay. That the song makes <laughs> it the just whole scene. meaning that the world would not allow it to happen. It exactly. couldn't exist in nature. Exactly. Okay. Good. This movie, yeah. I'm going to expand on this a little bit. The movie in general has very good music. It has a great soundtrack. It's all in Norwegian, but... It had a couple of things where I wrote notes to come back and check out the like Norwegian punk band I'm sure I don't know about. Well, I definitely don't know about uh, that I want to listen to more. <laughs> Flash forward to two weeks from now, and Jack has a new vinyl collection of all these Norwegian punk bands that he can impress his friends with. Fuck yeah, man. <laughs> it also opens with the dance of the Sugar Plum Fairy, which is this nice little, like, you know... Nod to doing ballet through the woods, being chased by zombies. So it's a good, sure. it's a good set piece. <laughs> Vinyl just sounds better. You know what I mean? It's just we got more fidelity. It's it's deeper. It's warmer. You know? Yeah. You really it's get cozier. the emotions out of it. Yeah, exactly. It's how it was meant to be played, Mark. And then you f up the needle on your dad's record player, and he gets really mad at you. <laughs> All of our younger listeners really care about us talking about playing things on vinyl. Yeah, I don't even think the hipsters like vinyl joke is a relevant joke anymore. I think we're too old even for that to be a thing. Hipsters are listening to CDs now. Ah, shit. Hipster. Um, Okay. Yep, there it is. (laughs) What else did the movie do right? What else did the movie do right? (laughs) Nothing. Uh, The humor. There's a lot of really good physical humor. There's a lot of really yeah. bad physical and other humor. Okay, too. if you if you there's a certain type of humor to this movie that is very similar to your dumb kind of early 2000s college style movie. If that's what you're into, then I guess it lands a lot of jokes. And it has its place. 
Oh, it absolutely does. I just don't. I this could be something that is dictated by your your mileage may may marry by your mood, Jack. <laughs> yeah, Mark. I, I mean, there are certain scenes here that make me laugh out, like literally laugh out loud. Well, tell me which scenes made you lol, Mark. So when she kills the bird in the tree, and then she like is like trying to avoid the zombies, and then there's looking down, up. And the zombies are just like staring up at her. Yeah, that scene's funny. You're right. That one's pretty funny. I the forgot dude about getting that. Getting punched out of the cave. He's like, "Come on, fight me!" And then the next scene is him flying out of the cave. That one's pretty good. Okay. Okay. Uh, so the physical Maltov, humor. Okay. The Maltov cocktail throwing scene where the guy just fucking pegs the wall instead of the window. I laughed really hard at that one. It didn't make me uh, laugh, but it was pretty funny. You're right. I could see it. You're right. The zombie I like- on the back of the snowmobile when he first takes off on the snowmobile, and then the thing guy's like jumps up to grab him, and he gets hit by a tree. All that stuff's gold, man. Yeah, I like it when uh, the guy amputates his arm and then he gets bit in the dick. Can't <laughs> amputate your dick. Yeah, see, I mean, there's there's yeah. a lot of really solid physical humor here, and the reason I think this movie works as well as it does, given that it's given its subtitles, and you were the one who commented earlier on uh, Ravenous having good humor in it despite the subtitles, but I think yeah. that's one reason why this works for me so well is because it's not it's all physically communicated. It's not really in yeah. delivery generally. And I wouldn't say that that's not similar insert Ugh. i wouldn't say that that's not physically communicated but they could not be much more different 100 percent. i haven't seen ravenous and they're both i don't know why i agreed with you <laughs> i don't fucking know <laughs> and they're both zombie movies in another language so good point mark distinction make it it's yeah. important yeah i agree with you complimenting mark and now i'm not I'm not on board for that agreement I'm gonna put. Blind. I'm gonna put one addendum on this because it's not really humor. I just think it's awesome. But I love like there's like this weird like 1990s ski movie vibe to this. When it, anytime the guys riding the snowmobile, around. exactly, I fucking love that. And that's where I was pulling like the early aughts college movie is actually from like the 90s ski movie. They too. nail the 90s ski. Movie. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it is that. The it dude is doing that. like even though it's not a ski flips movie and shit. Yeah, it's it's all snowmobile. It's a snowmobile movie, including that actor. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, true. What the hell? What what movie is that? What I'm thinking of a very specific like ski board movie from like 2000. Fuck. I have no idea. Mm. It reminds Johnny me of Tsunami. No, Mark, not the <laughs> Disney one. Yeah. He... Johnny Tsunami was getting hammered and banging co-eds. <laughs> Are you talking about that one episode of uh, It's Always Sunny? Almost certainly. Out cold. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. yeah okay. Out cold. Yeah. yeah. Is there anything else this movie does right I aside do. from remind us of Out Cold and Johnny Tsunami? There really it doesn't. Isn't. Okay, for the record, listener, doesn't remind us of Johnny Tsunami <laughs> at all. At all, it should. That movie was great. Well, what, then why does this remind you of it? Explain <laughs> yourself. Where's the? Hold on, I had to pause because I was drinking. What is the connection there? Go, tell me it's now. Nineties ski movie. We're already talking about this. It's a nineties ski movie. Johnny Tsunami is not a 90s ski movie. I don't know when it came out, but it's definitely a ski movie. I mean, it did come out in the 90s. It has nothing to do with the vibe Jake was talking about. No. I have very few cultural touch points for ski movies. Okay, That episode of Sunny parodies all of them, so you know exactly what we were talking about. Well, it reminds me of that, too. So that's another thing this movie does right. (laughs) Good work, guys. Does this movie only remind you of Johnny Tsunami because there's snow in it? Well, Maybe. I, I, uh, the sledding scene kind of reminds me, too. Oh, my you know, like God. So sliding on snow is your connection. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Pretty similar. Fuck. What does the movie do middle? 
I have nothing. I put the humor here. I put the humor here. (laughs) Okay. Um, A lot of the humor is kind of funny and does make you chuckle, right? But then a lot of it is just not good. And, (laughs) I mean, it's the same. It's like watching American Pie, right? Some of those jokes will make you laugh. And then some will be like, Jesus Christ, what? Yeah, I, I kind of moved this into what it does wrong, is any any lines that are delivered are generally unfunny, but all the physical stuff I made me giggle. Okay, okay, But okay. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, casual rape jokes just kind of thrown around that are did not age well. It's like a 90s ski movie. <laughs> yeah, sure. much, yeah, I mean, okay. Much like in Johnny Tsunami, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> Johnny Tsunami. Maybe I need to revisit that movie for all the rape jokes Mark thinks are in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that Disney movie is chock full of rape jokes. Yep. You don't you don't really get them when you're that young, you know? It's like watching Shrek again. If you rewatch Brink, he was shooting up that whole thing. It's about heroin addiction. <laughs> the movie is about heroin addiction, you're right. That's the reason his friend couldn't do a backflip. He was too high, you know? <laughs> and not high enough at the same time. It's really deep. Brink's got a lot of twists it in it. It works on so many levels. Fuck. <laughs> And then finally, when he was able to not be high, he was able to get high enough. <laughs> Spoilers Man, for Brink. That's deep shit right there. I think we cracked it. This I... sounds shockingly believable. <laughs> <laughs> this is turned into the Brink podcast. Andy Brink's always been a Brink podcast, Jake. We've always, we've always been soul skaters. <laughs> Team Puppin' Suds. Okay, wh- d- is there anything else in the middle? We're no. firing through this thing. Not a lot to say about this movie, listener. <laughs> I, don't know I would like to. I would like to posit a reality in which case we've run out of horror movies to talk about, and instead we just reimagine uh, '90s and early 2000s Disney Channel original movies as gritty dramas. Did Can you say that? in which case? But you meant in which? Uh, yeah. Probably. Okay. It begs it really the question. Does, it really does beg that question. Oh, my Fuck, God. Beat me to it. I was like, too slow. Fuck. Too slow on the draw, Jack. Me. What, so what does it do wrong, boys? Mark, you already said this comedy. The, and, yes, the speaking comedy yeah, is I'm gonna, bad. Yeah, I'm going to add writing. that there's a scene where a guy just decides to smother a girl for some reason. Holy for shit. Almost Straddle no her arms and smother her? <laughs> yeah. And then, like, she <laughs> yeah. smacks him playfully after screaming? Yeah. Because that was how they did, like, anesthesia in the Middle Ages or something? Which also, I don't think that's true. It's not. <laughs> the idea is you just suffocate the person, and then you, like, give them CPR. Uh, I don't, it's, I don't how you stop, it's how you stop the hiccups. You also can't suffocate, like, a healthy person with a pillow to their face alone. You can breathe through a pillow. I mean, yes, you are technically correct. That is how you stop the hiccups. Yeah. You can't suffocate someone through a pillow if they're healthy. Uh, you can stop the I hiccups. Think you probably could. Maybe if you get like uh, one of that weirdo racist my pillow guys pillows, but yeah, it's, it's got to be memory a, foam. A normal pillow you can breathe through, no problem. We'll test this. What about a feather? We, pillow? I, Mark, I have tested this. We'll test this during pillow? the omnibus. What about a feather pillow? <laughs> feather pillow you can breathe through. What no if problem. you're allergic to feathers? Well, that presents you different problems, but there are what happens if you get a feather stuck in your esophageal web? Again, uh, don't think that's suffocation, but it is a problem. Ooh, well. It might be, though. A feather? Well, I mean, if one can get in there, then five can get in there, then ten Well, can you get didn't in say there. what if you get five get in there, stuck in there, you said one. Well, I have a question. Because it begs the question, how many Oh, how many fuck you, Jake, what's your question? I have a question. Are we willing to put the effects in this category? We probably should have talked about those in well, the middle a no, little bit. Well, I mean, that's the thing. It's like straddling 
middle versus just bad. Some of them look very bad. Uh, there, the the thing that is leading me towards this side of the fence for the effects is that they're so wild in their breadth of not goodness that I feel like I have to put them here. Yeah, because I get it. Like, and when I don't, you say hey, wild in the breadth of their not goodness, you mean they are not good on several different axes. And yeah, levels. let me give you a couple of examples. CG blood, like CG blood effects that. Like, someone hits a zombie, and you see CG blood spray, and then you have CG blood covering a camera. Yes. Terrible. That sort of effect does not look good. No. Nor does an effect where zombies are pulling at a human, and it's clearly a mannequin. Like, totally lifeless. Nor does stumbling into an ice cavern wall and having a man bounce off it because it's clearly made of, like, that hard styrofoam and watching the set move look good. No. Nor does curb stomping ahead and having it clearly be like paper mache because the time you spend focusing on it look good. It's a wide swath of things. Mark, I got to tell you, I don't know if you can see him as well as I can. He wasn't reading from anything. His phone is dark. He's got no paper in front of him. Those were all off the top of his dome. Okay. Wow. He really studies. I mean, this is all evidence of the fact that he rehearsed his 30-second plot synopsis pretty heavily. Mark, you're dangerously close to giving away the fact that this entire podcast is scripted to the letter. Yeah, yeah. we have a, we have an unseen director. <laughs> That's <laughs> why we make the big Mo. bucks from our sponsors. <laughs> Jake, what did you think of the effects specifically on the head being ripped apart? That was like one of the better looking scenes. That was kind of that was one of like three money shots. That's the kind of effects this movie needs, right? It's it's comically impossible and yeah. it's it's a head made of nothing but it looks good when it rips apart and pff, like it well and let me be clear it's okay to have it look cheesy right that's but fun. you need to have some consistency in your cheese which is what you meant by the which breadth yeah the that's shittiness. where it started to get to me and why i put it here because i mean some of the make- of your some of, even look at the makeup on the nazi zombies some of it looks good some of it looks like horse shit yes there's too much there's too much breadth, Jack. There's too much arm movement in and when you try to articulate it. And you start gesticulating Flapping wildly. at me like a pterodactyl. And now I'm too far from my mic, and you can watch me flap like a bird because I'm freaking out. Yeah, you're See what it's doing to me? wildly. Oh, my God. Jesus. Jake's Mark, do you agree? Up. This has worked to Jake up. Yeah, do the only agree? thing I want to add is I'm lathered up, dude. The, che- Got me the cheese lathered. level is, is perfectly in, entwined with the 90s ski movie vibe like Johnny Tsunami. That's what you're talking about. Oh, my fuck. You're getting more worked up, frankly. <laughs> I know. I enjoy this. <laughs> um, but I, I do kind of mean that seriously. Like, that's the vibe it's going for. And then the thing is, like, if you just get if you get bad effects, then now you're in a completely different... Now you're just in a B-movie realm, and they kind of want to stay... They're, I know that they run together, the ski movie and the B-movie, but they're they're not really the same thing. Okay. I don't know that to be true. Okay, I mean, that's fair. I'm agreeing with you, though, so we should just move along. (laughs) Uh, One of the things I remember most about this movie from my first viewing as a much younger man was the outhouse sex scene. Yep. Yeah, that that was the topic for a lot of conversations at many a college party. Yeah. I hate everything about it this time around. Well, did you like, uh, in fairness, I don't remember having a conversation or being part of, a co- being in the room when a conversation was happening, more likely, when it was articulated as something that was enjoyable. 
it was like, dude, this movie has a really weird thing. Let me tell you what that weird thing is. And then you mention it. It's like, dude's sitting on the fucking outhouse, John. But it's like, an, oh my God, it's so funny. It's a thing. And I he just gets hated, ridden. It didn't make sense how it, the lead up to it, because they don't there is develop no any characters, it. It let alone. Like, they don't develop up. any characters, let alone the female characters, even an iota. Why does it matter? Just because it, everything about it bothered me this time around. I don't like it. I definitely, honestly, it'd be weirder if they had built up the characters and then they had an outhouse long drop sex scene. If I knew more about the characters, well, I mean, be, it would be, be more a stranger work of fiction. Yes. <laughs> and here's the turn. <laughs> <laughs> but like, uh, it's upsetting on a it's number of different like, levels. It's almost like they made the movie and then they realized that they forgot to put sex in it. So they went back and tried to figure out the like the easiest way that they could get a char- two characters there, alone, and they were ain't like, oh, no yeah, goddamn way that was the easiest way. There are bedrooms. And in if this that's place. the case, they were pretty restrained on the nudity they used. Not none, restrained, none mind nudity, you, but pretty restrained. None nudity. I mean, you know, we got what we got. I'm pretty sure that's that's my theory on it, though. Is they just they wanted to add? They went back and they wanted to add it. No, nah, I think they knew exactly what they were doing. <laughs> I'm going to well, disagree then, with you there. Then they achieved it, I guess. Yeah. Mission accomplished. Do you think they hung the mission accomplished? There's banner? no way you go back to something. And you're like, what's going to be the best way <laughs> to add a sex scene? Let's have a guy take a shit. <laughs> and then he'll be ridden. But you're. <laughs> <laughs> but the problem, I mean, it doesn't work in either direction. You, it's not like going into something. You're like, okay, guys, I have this great idea. He's going to be taking a shit. <laughs> and then he'll be ridden. It's the sexiest time in any young man's I, life. No, 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 because I I disagree wholeheartedly. I think if you come into the whole situation with that in mind, it's like, damn, props for being so fucked up, man. <laughs> Initially, that requires forethought is what I'm trying to say here. Fuck. I want to pile more on the dialogue because it makes so little sense all the time. Like, it was unclear to me that they were all med students, especially when they're like, he was a med student, but he doesn't like blood. I don't know where he's going to go. It's like, that's not how med students would talk to each other. This is a similar argument to what one Jack would have had at the beginning of the Evil Dead remake. Yes, with, with to what one did have. That's, yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Well, you didn't, you said exactly. Well, exactly I was trying to give you uh, an avenue, Jack. To come in and be like, oh, it was me. And then we could have a scholarly discussion. Okay. Jack, you're really not picking up what Jake's laying down. No, I'm not. We are not vibing tonight. That's because Jack's being a fuck. (laughs) Oh, okay. That's why. (laughs) I see. But, like, there's so many instances of that that one in particular that that gets confusing on... I get med students are different ages, but they're also wildly different ages, which is also confusing. Are they? I could not tell. They some tell of them look ten years older than others to me. I'll say the dude who the dude who's the second to last to die, whose intestines get wrapped around a tree, mm-hmm. he looks way older than everybody else. But other than that, I think they all look about the same. He was the one I pegged as the oldest. Yes. Okay. Well, there you have. Well, it. except the hiker, but he's supposed to be he's older. He's separate. I think. Oh, that brings me to the hiker. They have way too much patience for this hiker guy. While we're talking about. While we're talking about <laughs> I was wondering if I should escalate this beyond a nitpick. You should absolutely escalate. It is. I, I escalated it out of nitpick. This is something this movie does wrong. If I That cabin door. is... Okay, so I do have a nitpick about how hard it is to get to that fucking cabin. That's not a trail to a cabin they're using. That, it's just... Fuck. That's All not, that is is an avenue for them to have the Johnny Tsunami snowmobile scene. Yeah. 
Snowbeal. Did I just say snowbeal? Hold on, time out. Did I say snowbeal? You did. Snowmobile? Snow machine? Do you call it a snowmobile or a snow machine? He calls it a snowmobile. Do you call it a snowmobile or a snow machine, Mark? No, he calls it a snow scooter. Mark, do you call it a snowmobile or a snow machine? Oh, I call it a snowmobile. Okay. Who the fuck calls it a snow machine? Lots of people. Nobody. I call it a go-go snowster. Except maybe Jake's family, I'm now thinking. No, we call them snowmobiles. If you were to ask me to Where get have you snow heard machine, this? I've heard people call them snow machines. People who like really get after it up there, they like, oh, I went out on the snow machine this weekend. It's like, okay, oh, the God. hierarchy of things I would think of as a snow machine would be one, the things that create a snow like the snow at the ski resorts, that's yes. a snow machine. Yeah, no, I understand. Two, a snowblower. A snowblower, I'd probably call be- a snow machine before a snowmobile. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and, some kind of military then, tank. And then probably some type of flamethrower that shoots cocaine, that'd be a snow machine. <laughs> a flamethrower that shoots Why a cocaine. How does a flamethrower well, shoot not, cocaine without it burning shoots it? Flame. I'm saying in lieu of flame, it shoots cocaine. Oh. So just anything that could launch any projectile you think of as a flamethrower with different ammunition? Couldn't, couldn't it have just been a shotgun with cocaine? Why did it have to be a flamethrower? A I was catapult like, with cocaine? I, uh, I'm yeah, trebuchet. It coming out like a snow machine. You've seen those snow machines actually working, right? They're, they're, yeah, just like a shotgun out. is the best one. You can think it's of all that. that. but with cocaine. I just pictured it liquefying the cocaine for your enjoyment this hiker is unacceptable and they are way (laughs) too okay with this guy he comes in he shits on their coffee he smokes their cigarettes well first off he just opens the door and says coffee he says can i have a coffee he sneaks up behind the guy no he says do you have coffee no yeah what an asshole fuck this guy (laughs) fuck this guy and they're in the middle it took them hours to hike to this cabin somebody knocks on the door be like um are you in mortal danger no? Cool. Then I'm going to lock every single window I possibly can because you're clearly here to murder me. Yeah, his his yes. opening lines are like, you fucking idiot kids. What are you doing? And you're like, dude, I just invited you into our home. Gave you something warm to drink. They also stand around for 11 seconds while he strangles their friend. Yep. Yeah. 11 seconds. Aren't these supposed to be like military kids, too? Didn't they Two all serve them. in the military? Two of them. They should have. Karate chopped his jugular or something. They should have done a lot of things, <laughs> yeah, but they should I mean, have done something. That one yeah. guy could have been a false flag operation, right, Jack? Yes. Yeah, what do, they, I mean, Ballard, what do they teach the military in Norway anyway? Definitely not Krav Maga. They teach you how to get out of an ambulance. That's for or, avalanche. <laughs> they probably <laughs> teach them Tai Chi. Called ambulamps. <laughs> ambulamps. No, they teach you how to get out of an ambulance. Oh my god, I can't do it. With avalanche. It's so <laughs> an ambulance. You, you an ambulance. Out of an ambulance. Yeah. If you're in an ambulance that's trapped in an avalanche. Spit or pee or do something with bodily fluids. Excrete fluid. Yeah. Jerk off is what we're all thinking. I mean, the the one that the girl does in the movie is she just kind of drools. So do that, too. Well, they say drool, right? They have that whole conversation about that weird word for dribble. There you go. This movie is art. The dialogue in this movie is great. Like you were saying, Jack. That is what I was saying. This do anything else wrong. Yes, it is. It does do did that. None of us can talk. One more thing to say, and then we can move (laughs) along to Nits. Good radio. Uh, For a horror movie, this is way too reliant on jump scares. The only actual like scary parts of this movie are one hundred percent jump scare. It doesn't do anything else. What was this trying to be scary? No. It's a horror movie podcast. It's like Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead has a couple of jump scares, but I don't say it's too reliant on jump scares. Well, I'm just saying, as far as it doesn't, it doesn't develop the tent. Okay, fine, fine, fine. For fine. a you non now Mark, pick. Mark, no, Mark, 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 blew the whistle. He blew the whistle, Jake. We're here. I'm continuing Mark. my thought. All I'm going to say is, for a non-scary horror movie, of course, the scary parts will be the jump scares. 
That's fine. Okay. I mean, Johnny Tsunami didn't have that many jump scares. Fuck. I what you pick? <laughs> what'd you pick with a nitty? <laughs> uh, I'm going to start with a neat pick, which is just that I don't think I've God ever seen in any it. other movie a first-person shot of being eaten by zombies. And I'm glad they included that. That's a nice little touch. A neat pick. Great. They did not bring enough beer to this cabin. <laughs> they, like they had like beers. they had like three sixteen ounce cans. Yeah, they, well, they also had and one joke box of bottles. Yeah, fuck that's, it, because that, that's what the the camper, the traveler, stole from them is a bottle of pills that he opened with a lighter. I think they made a big deal about how he opened that, and all the kids were like, "Ooh, seasoned vet." <laughs> neat pick, brain dead T shirt. We already talked about it, so it's a neat pick. Yep, Good touch. Yep. Yep. Uh, these zombies bleed a lot. Yeah, I'm gonna add on to that. There's a significant lack of blood everywhere on the snow, though. You would see so much more blood all over the landscape, all over, just yeah. all over the place. I so they should get like a flamethrower type device that shoots shit. blood. Holy shit, Mark! <laughs> He's obsessed. He's focused. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm serious. You could you could use it to like spray <laughs> He's blood. Serious out. about it, like a like a super soaker, but for flamethrowers, but yeah. for blood. You guys aren't listening to me. I'm having great ideas over here. Why wouldn't you just say a super soaker? Because that's not what I'm picturing. Picturing. I know it's not what you're picturing, Mark. <laughs> what are you picturing? Tell me what you're picturing. What are you? That pic- isn't a super soaker full of blood. What are you picturing? It's, it's <laughs> guys. What do you picture when you picture a flamethrower? A flamethrower looks a lot like a super soaker. Okay, now take that, and instead of having flames come out, cocaine comes out. <laughs> Think about it. I can't, Jake. I, I can't. This is two weeks in a row. I think we have to declare the end of the podcast as a whole, <laughs> not this episode. I think it's over. <laughs> I have a nitpick. Cool. <laughs> Oh, where did the zombie get the snow jacket? From some other chump he killed. From uh, must have been the main guy's like girlfriend. a snow camo. They have no another nitpick. They have zero concern for Sarah. Yeah, she's fine. She's much more athletic than them. It is cold in the woodland. She's a hardy lass. You can't leave her out there at night. They don't give a shit, man. What are they supposed to do? Tromp off into nowhere to try and rescue? That's not how you survive. You're not going to be frolicking happy times in the cabin. You're going to get out of there, go and get some fucking help. Get your ass out there and you find that fucking dog, Jack. Yeah. You don't sit on the porch like a goon and wait. That's what they were. They were goons and they waited. The whole fucking movie is about them waiting. That's where they got the I winter mean, coat, though, from. Asshole. So, I don't know about that. Yeah, just some other jabroni who walked up there and was like, I can't get cold because I have this coat. And then he got killed by zombies. Must have been. It coming. It's, like a, it's like a camo coat, though. I don't know. Uh... They don't have camo in Norway? Yeah. People can't buy They don't have REI in Norway? REI is one of the last places I'd go to for camo. They don't have yeah. Cabela's in Norway? There you go. Bass Pro Shops. They probably don't have Bass Pro Shops in Norway, but... Do you think they have Cabela's? (laughs) Headquartered in, like, Gillette, Wyoming? (laughs) I think it's Illinois. I think Cabela's is an Illinois company. There's a big camo demand in Norway. I will bet you. Jake's looking at me and nodding his head no. I will bet you. Bet. 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 Fine. In my club, I will splash the pot whenever the fuck I please. Who? Who? That's it. 
gambling. <laughs> yes. Fuck yeah. What's the bet here? You bet Wyoming, I bet Illinois? Sure. And neither of us win if it's somewhere else? Sure. Which I, win. I win. No, you else. don't win. Damn it. But no, I you c- don't. I... No, okay, fine. Double if it's Gillette. Well, I didn't agree to that. Yeah. No, I, I did. I agree to that. That's correct. As the commissioner of the bet, <laughs> that's correct. If he nailed the city, then you have to watch two movies. Well, guys, all the all the ballots are cast, and the answer is Nebraska. That was much closer. It's a right Midwest. in the middle. It's a Midwest one. <laughs> yep. Right in the middle. Yeah, it really is. God damn it. So, uh, so no one wins, and that was a huge waste of time. Cool. Good talk. That's Have tip- you heard the podcast? That's typically the podcast, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's fair. Um, so they go through, I mean, you, you're kind of right that they sort of just say that they're med students without ever actually doing anything to demonstrate that fact, except for the one time where the dude is stitching his throat closed and there's clearly arterial spurting coming out of it. Yeah. And you can't just stitch hook. the wound. That's not good enough. And then he wraps it in duct tape, which actually is probably a better thing to do there. But yeah, if you have arterial spurting, like, uh, I think I just have a problem with them saying like these are medical professionals, and then never having them comment on anything metal or being is the that slightest the, bit concerned about a dude cutting his own arm off and then somehow cauterizing the entire stump with if like a small a, amount of gasoline. If that's supposed to be the joke, Jake, they don't employ that joke enough to make it clear that that's what they're trying to do. They're just lazy, I think. I mean, that's entirely possible. Yeah. I kind of mentioned this before, but the cabin is not. The, the 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 route they depict to the cabin is not a path to a cabin from a place you could park. I mean, yeah, you just got to follow the snow scooter for 45 minutes. <laughs> That's the path. I have a I have a follow-on nitpick to this. This seems like it's a relatively frequent location for people to go to. Well, or the there's just a in, fucking hiker who shows up in the middle of fucking nowhere. But then when the guy walks in and unlocks everything and starts getting it ready for his buddies to show up, there's like a half inch of dust on everything. Like, what the fuck is this place that they're going to? Notoriously dusty in Norway, Mark. Uh, Cabins do get dusty very quickly. Yeah, they're like exposed. Especially in Sweden. Yeah, okay, okay, fine. That's a neat pick. Finland. I like that attention to detail that they threw in here. Great. Do you think that they had a Pokemon the board game and a bottle of coconut rum in there for a hypothetical guest to maybe enjoy and imbibe upon? Absolutely. Because that's what I know about cabins. I mean, that's the cabin starter kit. Jake's looking at me like he doesn't know what I'm talking about, but he definitely knows what I'm talking about, listener. I have no idea what he's talking about for the record. Yeah, Jake is shaking his head at the camera, expecting us to be able to interpret his body language. <laughs> and this is the fourth week in a row we referenced that same story. <laughs> uh, that's all I got. No more nitpicks. This movie's too silly to have nitpicks. It's yeah, too it's, silly to have many. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That must mean we're done, Jake. Uh, unless my last question is... Oh, fuck. Does Norway have a small enough military that the guy's military service number was actually 69 or was he just making a sex joke everybody's he was in the just making a sex joke that was just okay. a sex joke cool uh, and on that note we can go to ratings. thanks that was important <laughs> nice it actually is that small they only ever maintain 100 people in their military
We over the ADC Horror use a 1 through 10 rating system to rate the movies we watch. For one, think of how Wayne would rate not being allowed to play Stairway. No Stairway. Denied. And for 10, think of how Dr. Evil would rate how astute Scott Evil is. I really think he wants to kill me. Now, Scott, we don't want to kill each other in here. We might say that we do sometimes, but we, we really don't. <laughs> Actually, the boy's quite astute. I really am trying to kill him, but so far, unsuccessfully, he's quite wily like his old man. Story's the first category to rate these movies. Jake, your pick, your story rating. Yes, sir. I'm going to give this a two and a half. Uh, yeah, I'm giving it a wow, two and a okay. half because the the differentiating factor here between this look, this is a zombie movie, right? So you're you're categorizing this in the boatload of other zombie movies there are, and there is a bit of a unique quality here, which comes from your drog Norwegian folklorish elements of it. Now they don't necessarily capitalize on that, but they include it, and it is a bit different. And on top of that, they did Nazi zombies. They took a fucking video game thing and put that in a movie. Okay, whatever. I mean, it's going to be silly, and it was. But hey, Nazi zombies that are based on drugs. Fine, two. Not one. Yeah, look, I gave it a three. Oh, you gave it Drog? a high score. I do. Okay. Um, I did. I think that they took a couple of things and jammed them together. The overall 10,000-foot plot of Pirates of the Caribbean and the concept of Nazi zombies Fuck. and shoved them together with Fuck. a 90s ski movie. But they get credit for doing those three, cramming those things together is a unique thing. Mark's going to give it a six because R.I.P. Jet Jackson. Probably. I gave it a three. I don't have much else to add. Mark. His name's Lee Thompson Young, and yes, R.I.P. <laughs> I gave it a four. This is two, three, four. Standard. That ladder. This is standard? This is anything I mean, but standard. Not standard. No, this is standard zombie fare is what I'm saying. Like, this is just the general zombie progression. Well, I mean, it's like one of three zombie progressions. But... What? Yeah. Whatever. This is a, a particularly... I, I thought I was kind of going low on this. I guess I'm not really that surprised yeah. you guys went lower, but it's, it, look, this isn't a story. Movie. World building and immersion is the second category. Jake, what's your world building and immersion score? I gave this a two as well. So the physical humor here is relatively immersive. They don't do much to build a world. Like the things that they do that attempt to build a world are actually unimmersive. Yes. Like let's talk about the guy who comes and visits. That's a good example of that. They try to add backstory and it's a fucking slog to get through. Exposition literally yeah, exactly. knocks on so the front door. So this is not as low as it could be and I'm actually potting what we talked about earlier with some of that physical humor here. There's a it has its moments where there is a nice humorish humorous take on the zombie genre, and that's fine, but ultimately it's extraordinarily unimmersive and there's almost no world. So Buddy, you and I are finally starting to vibe. I gave it a two. Finally. You gave it a whole <laughs> point higher last time. It's uh well, also, but the lack of vibing earlier. Now we're off vibing again. Now we're not vibing anymore. I gave it a two. Mark, what did you give it? Wow, I am not vibing. I gave it a five. I think relating to <laughs> the me? overall genuine. I, I mean, I gave. I sorry. Let me rephrase this. I gave this lower than barely. average. Um, <clears throat> is this well, barely than? I mean, look, this is barely. Cool. Lo- 
this is a fun movie to watch. And the other thing that it does is it doesn't really break its own rules. So you're never really, I mean, this is sort of evidenced by the fact that we really didn't have that many nitpicks, right? This movie to me, this is a nitpick. You're not really okay. taking out of the experience because that's it, it's doing things one way of nitpicks. in the first scene and then doing nitpicks. things another way. No, but I mean, we usually, I mean, nitpicks is usually like the longest Every part, part of, of our show. show's the longest part of our show. You would know show. that if you listened every once in a while. <laughs> That's probably true. I look, you guys, you guys gave this exceptionally low, which is funny because like y'all, y'all need to go back through and look at the other things you've given a two in immersion, really a two. Yeah, and world building. They don't build a world, and it's not immersive. I mean, look, uh, there, there's okay. There's I mean, no. I, I we're we're just gonna. I don't want to keep going back to Shaun of the Dead, but I'm looking at another horror comedy. Shaun of the Dead both has a background world that's well built up and follows the characters on a journey, making it immersive and world building. This one has neither of those things, making it neither immersive nor world building. Jack, you gave Thanks Killing a two. That's as one hundred percent. Thanks Killing took a thing. What if a fucking turkey came back and killed people on Thanksgiving? What if there were Nazi zombies? They're exactly That's the story. same. That's the, okay. So you're conflating no, 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 the story no, no, no. with the, immersion, the world okay. building they did in both those instances is exactly the same, as is the immersion. I liked one a little better. I wasn't more immersed in any one of them. You're getting dangerously close to criticizing our. Uh, the, it's a the perfect rating system. <laughs> I stand by mine. And that's why all I gave of my it a five. scores you will find listener wow are accurate wow all of our all of our scores always scare factor Jake yes sir I'm gonna give it a three it's not attempting to be a scary movie the only scares as Mark had mentioned earlier do come from jumps uh where you can pot some of this stuff is that it does do the splatter thing it really does. That is an element of horror. It's included. It still can't pull it up from being a low score on the scare factor scale. It's three. I give it a four on the scare factor scale. I mean, oh my God, Jack, how dare you? (laughs) I I agree with you on everything you said. I would add to this. The idea of being in a remote as all flying fuck cabin and having a weird hiker show up and then start strangling your buddy. Well, I would have handled it entirely differently. <laughs> so the the, hitchhi- the hitchhiker, the stranger is the scary part. He is the scariest part. Yeah. And then he strangles one of their fucking friends. Also, they're in there with a rapist creep bag and none of them do anything about that. So Okay. The protagonist who puts a pillow I, over I, a woman's face. Yeah, yeah, okay. So four. Mark we're uh, we're circling the wagons. I gave it a three. I'm in Jake's boat, but we're all basically saying the same thing. It's not particularly yeah. scary. Yeah, Jump in fact, or judicious lack thereof. Jake, four and a half. I I think this is mostly due to the inconsistencies. I think you can have you can have an effect score that is not super duper low, even if you're doing cheesy effects. If you commit to it and you do it well and within style and consistently. And this does not do that from a visual effects standpoint. There's too much variation. It's annoying. But at the same time, there are things that look engaging that I look at and I'm like, okay, that's interesting. Prime example is the uh, brain dead kill, right? Where they rip his head apart, stab his eyes, that whole thing. That's cool. There's also some funny elements to, like, like we mentioned, the final battle. That's super fun to watch. And that's almost solely because it's just an evisceration, right? Yeah. None of that looks amazing, 
but a lot of it looks really entertaining. So you can have effects that lend to entertainment, and I think this does that well. I don't have... I'm going to blow by that. I don't have a lot to say (laughs) on the sound side of things. It's in another language that inherently makes it a little bit difficult. I think that the music they chose to use is probably right. Doesn't feel wrong. I don't know what else they would have done. A little bit lower than average, but the highest of what I've given. I think it's where it shines the most, I suppose. I think you nail it. I gave it a five. Don't have anything to add. Mark. Also gave it a five. Yay. Hooray. I mean, yeah. Overall. Yeah. Okay, I gave this a three and a half. Like, this movie is not good. It didn't really intend to be good. Mm-hmm. Oh, you guys yeah, you're going to give it a seven. Uh, It didn't really intend to be good. This is a really good movie to have on in the background of a situation, whatever that may be, social setting. I mean, I don't know if I'd suggest throwing it on the background of being home alone like that doesn't sound that fun but you know next time you have a social gathering throw it on in the background see what happens there's entertaining visuals it's really weird so it can cause some conversation but ultimately you don't need to watch this movie to get the best of what it has to offer and i think that that is both keeping it from being super low but also really hampering it yeah I give it a five, and it's mostly a large tilt up. Uh, That's a significant tilt up, dude. Yeah, it's a big tilt up. Wow. This movie is a lot more fun to watch than it has a right to be. uh, I didn't think it was that fun to watch. Okay. Okay. It doesn't feel long. It doesn't feel overwelcome to me. I know what I'm getting into. It's not. It's bad. But it's also got a lot of nostalgia for me. So oh, it's, the nostalgia uh, that's a bump up. That's yeah. a fucking crock of shit. Well, fuck. Mark gave it a seven. What did Mark give it? I I think I think Jack and I probably tilted it up roughly the same amount. I gave it a six. I find this movie on balance to be enjoyable to watch, and I'm not going to be upset if this thing gets thrown on once a year, once every other year, something like that during Christmas times. I was, I mean, go yeah, back you and were listen like, oh, to that movie's when awesome. You it. I was totally, happy I remember when you that. Yeah. It. Yeah. There's funny parts of this movie. The ending, the ending fight scene with the horde of zombies is hilarious. But that's, it has its regrettable moments and it's long. It, it, it takes a while to get going. A long time. But I mean, once you're there, it's an enjoyable I don't romp. want a movie that's going to take an hour and change to get to what it has to offer. I don't want that. Especially if you get to it poorly. Uh, once it gets there, yeah, that 10-minute sequence is awesome, but it takes forever to get there, and you can tell that it was like, this is what we have to offer. Let's find a way to create a movie around it. It's and not it a good movie, happen. and I don't think I could actually recommend it to anyone. I think I could recommend it to people. And, I mean, it's not even ju- – that scene's the best scene. That's the one we are circling in on because it's the best part of the movie. But there's a lot of qual- – I mean, the dude's fight outside the cave is good. The, the, the you're right, Mark. fighting you're- with the zombies in the woods is good. Mark, you're right. Definitely top five shitter sex scenes. Uh, easily. Easily in the top <laughs> three that I've seen. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's just oh, boy. I've seen this movie three times, I'd like to clarify. Yeah. Yep. Well – Ernie's gone. I don't think we need to engage in any other kind of exercise. I I mean, you should get drunk and watch this with your buddies because that's fun. And that's how we all watch it for the first time. And we all had very fond memories of it. But well, and I watched it by myself this time and watch what happened. Yeah. 
No, if, if my wife turns this on and runs away like a grenade, I'm turning it the fuck off. Yeah. Runs away runs like a, a grenade. Way like a grenade. Turns it on and then runs away as you might do with a grenade. That's a little bit more Are you referencing the grenade scene in this movie? Sure. No, he's not. There's no running in the grenade scene in this movie. He doesn't know what the fuck he's saying. Are you having a stroke? I know a lot of things. I know a lot of things. Jack's having a stroke. This has been episode 114 of the A to Z Whorecast. Do you want to list how many things I know? It's to check many. out everything we have going on, head on over to A to Z Whore.com or come hang out with us on either of our social media channels. That is Facebook. That is Twitter. And those links are right down there in the description below. As always, pick up that phone that I'm sure you're listening to this thing on right now. Head on into your podcasting app of choice. We don't judge. Give this a like, a rating, a review. Send it on over to somebody you know who might like horror movies. Believe it or not, that's a whole hell of a lot of help for us. And as always, the music has been coming out from Super Bear. That link's going to be down there in the description below as well. Next week, we're rounding out our crop of winter horror movies with our only holiday-themed horror movie of the bunch, which I guess is a good thing, and that's why we put it last. But it's a Mark pick, and it is a remake. Woo! Would you expect anything else? It's the remake of Black Christmas. That's coming at you next week. And until then, get your buddies, grab some beers, and go watch some more movies. Have a great week, everybody. If you rewatch Brink, he was shooting up that whole thing. It's about heroin addiction.